Welcome to the iHemp Michigan podcast. iHemp Michigan is a member-based organization backing hemp farmers, seed cultivators, processors, manufacturers, and hemp businesses statewide. Our members are engaged in defining the path to success of industrial hemp from seed to sale and beyond. We are committed to empowering hemp farmers, fueling industry leaders, and educating consumers to ensure hemp flourishes in the Midwest. Our focus is influencing responsible and fair regulation, providing grower education, and enabling full access to the evolving marketplace. I have Michigan advocates for wellness in people and the planet through hemp, and it begins with the farmer. Welcome back to the iHemp Michigan podcast. I'm your host today, Dave Craybill. Uh, big shout out and thank you to everyone that helped make the Midwest iHemp Expo a, a, a fantastic show and a success. Uh, it, we're just really excited about how well things went and look for some podcasts in the future on that. This is an interview I had in the bank about terpenes and I wanted to get this edited and out to everyone. I met Michelle Finn of Jubilee of Wellness at Hemp at the Crossroads in November. That event was hosted by the Midwest Hemp Council. Shout out to Jamie Campbell and her crew. So uh, I wanted to learn about terpenes and I'm always curious about people's hemp journey and, and curious about learning more about this plant and what it can do. So this conversation is all about terpenes and how they uh, you know affect us and how they work and where they come from so i i hope you enjoy it and look for some follow-up episodes uh to discuss the you know the the expo and our next step so thanks for uh, joining me on my hemp journey and i hope you enjoy this conversation uh, michelle how are you doing today I'm doing great, Dave. Thank you. How are you doing? Excellent. So, Michelle, I I gave you a bit of a challenge the last time we spoke. You you had uh, brought up the topic of terpenes to me, and that's a topic that you you know it just seems to be coming to the forefront, top of mind, and you know, there's a lot of interest in terpenes. Um, and and the, I understand you have a line of terpenes that are available. I do, I do. Um, this is new uh, to my to my line of business. Um, I started out with CBD and essential oils, and the terpenes just fit right in uh, with with what I'm doing. And so, as I started to learn about them, um, you know, I, I just contacted my sources and was able to secure a, a nice, high quality line of terpenes. And so, the more I learn about them, um, the more I want to share. And it's just it's, it's just a huge transition, you know, um, or, or a very exciting transition, I think, for the cannabis industry. Mm -hmm. And you, you mentioned as you, you got started with your CBD line and such. Tell, how, what, how, what started your hemp journey? Um, well, my mother was diagnosed with um, ALL, acute lymphoblastic leukemia, and she was very young. And uh, so um, I was Every night, everything I could um, holistically to help her uh, heal through all of her treatments. And, you know, sometimes it was just herbal tea, sometimes it was aloe water. You know, I just, I had always kind of had a, a hand in some backyard herbalism. 
And so I just pulled together, you know, everything I could. And um, I was using essential oils. And they would they would do things like help her wake up when she needed to, you know, get up and move or help her rest. And you know, they would cheer up the whole room, the nursing staff, um, my whole family. Like, um, aromatically, they, they really um, could shift the day into a much better day. So um, I just kind of started studying more about um, using plant medicine and then I found out about CBD being legal. And so um, I found a local supplier. I'm in southern Indiana, so I'm right across the bridge from Louisville, Kentucky. And, uh, you know, Kentucky's definitely um, had something going on since 2014. And I was lucky to find one of the first companies, um, one of the first manufacturers of CBD. And uh, they taught me how to use the oil and eventually helped me put out my own line of CBD. That's exciting. And you know, so yeah. nothing in the hemp industry, you know, getting into the, the hemp world seems easy. Was this, uh, what, what kind of challenges did you find as you got things going? Um, well, one of the challenges is, of course, you know, being associated with, um, with, I guess, marijuana or, or THC-rich cannabis, you know. Um, banks would not loan to me. Great credit. Um, I had actually PayPal and Square and QuickBooks all shut me down. QuickBooks, too? That I was, uh, really? Yeah. Well, I didn't know they'd yeah, do that. Yeah, I paid 200 software, and they shut me down. Wow. Um, yeah, I was I was curious. So I'm like, I, I'm a legit LLC, you know. Um, I'm I do everything. I, I follow all the rules, you know. That I'm, I'm a legit business. I follow mm-hmm. all the rules. I'm legal, and they um, they shut me down. So uh, that was a major challenge. Uh, luckily, um, I was able to transition pretty quickly into an alternative um, payment company that allowed me to um, sell CBD. So that was that was a big challenge. Um, let's see, you know, locally, I've been part of this community for about twenty years, and so it, what was what was really easy, I would say, is um, getting started locally, but then getting out into the community, the online community, has been a little bit of a challenge because there's, you know, so many businesses out there, and it's hard to know mm. who's real. Yeah, there. Um, so that's been. A- yeah, there is a wide variance, isn't there, you know, in the products? And we yeah. talked a little bit about, you know, how your products are manufactured. So you, your, your company that you have uh, make your products uh, to your, they're made, making them to your standards, and they have, uh, you know, this is a, you know, a certified lab that you're using. Correct. I'm CO two extracted. I have, um, you know, I get a certificate of authenticity with every batch. And the lot number is on each bottle, which is, um, um, in Indiana, you have to have a QR code on your bottle of CBD to link back to your website that links to your certificate of authenticity. Okay. Um, so I have all that on, on my bottles and on my website. And I, I really lucked out because I probably would not have known the difference had I connected with a, a low-quality company. Um, because I was so new to the industry, um, and and as I've grown, like I've you know kind of looked around other places. Of course, you know as a small business owner, I want to make sure that I'm you know doing what's best for my company. And I found out that um, my my supplier is is very high quality, and 
Um, so I, was, I got really lucky in that department. Oh, that's cool. So are, are they the company that's also providing the terpenes? Uh, no, nope. Um, but they've they've uh, introduced me um, to to other companies that that you know have the standards that meet the standards that I need to carry their products. So it's um, you know they they've just kind of smiled upon me, I guess, or been very kind with me, and and just you know as I need as I have new needs for expanding my business, um, they've introduced me to other um, manufacturers within the industry. Um, so they introduced me to my my essential oil um, manufacturers and, and my terpene manufacturers. And, and they've just kind of, you know, been very supportive and, and helping me grow as a small business. Excellent. So, you know, as we go down this rabbit hole of terpenes, um, you know, from my little bit of study, it looks like terpenes are, are found in cannabis, of course, but it's also found in, in a few other plants, but it's, it's not many plants that it's found in, is there? Um, actually, it is. It is quite a quite a few um, okay. other herbs and citrus and um, even mushrooms. Um, it's they're they're pretty new to the um, you know to the household name you know of of, of uh, compounds. Um, you know, still pretty new to the cannabis industry, but. They have played a huge role, um, you know, throughout all of our culinary history, and we just just really didn't have much of a name for it yet, you know. Um, so it so basically, when you crack open an orange, you know what you're smelling are the terpenes, and um, when you pick up rosemary and you rub it, what you're smelling is the terpenes. Okay. So they are in a wide variety of plants. Okay, so. Is it the terpenes uh, simply from cannabis that you infuse into the CBD oil, or is it terpenes from other plants that you're in, you're infusing with the CBD oil? Yeah, that, that is a great question. Um, so there are botanical drives, uh, like we were just talking about with the um, you know the other plants, and those are much easier to get your hands on. Mm -hmm. um, they're much more uh, cost effective to use those um, terpenes that are that are from plants instead of cannabis or other plants than cannabis because they you can grow a field full of lavender or you know some or rosemary and you know it's not going to break the bank but if you're trying to grow a whole field of hemp and bring those terpenes in it's very costly mm -hmm. so for so the botanical terpenes are much easier to afford than the cannabis terpene. Right now, the cannabis terpene pricing is like 10 times uh, what, the, what the botanical terpene costs. Right. So uh, I'm looking at a site and it's talking about terpenes and it has, help me pronounce this, uh, lemonines? Uh-huh, lemonines. Lemonines. And that's the citrusy. Uh, scent, you know, terpene, right? For, and it looks like it, it's good for stress relief, elevated move, anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antifungal, digestion, and acid reflux. Is that, um, is, so, so you're saying we can go to someone that grows oranges and buy that terpene and it would have that same effect, right? Yeah, 
Okay. Interesting. And, yeah. and limonene is also found in cannabis, in many of the cannabis strains. Um, so it's still the same terpene, and it's going to have a little bit of a, of a you know, difference in the compound coming from, you know, a citrus versus cannabis. But it has enough of the same effects that it is, it is still extremely useful um, to add to your products. And you can do it much more, you know, you can afford it much more easily than if you're trying to add um, cannabis terpenes to all of your products. And is it, you know, when when I think of terpenes and I think of the odor that, you know, first hits you, is, is that the way that this has to be experienced? Or is it when you eat the terpene, when you ingest it, it works just the same way? It's all of the ways. All of the ways. Um, so you can, yes, uh, you can use it to cook with, and you can get the um, the medicinal effects through food. Um, you can use them aromatically. Uh, you can use them topically. Um, for instance, uh, beta carotene is um, a very spicy, sweet terpene, and uh, it comes from like cloves and black pepper, and it also comes from cannabis. And um, I like to add beta carotene to a a CBD salve that I make. Okay. So if you, it's warm, and like say, you know how um, people might say put clove oil on a tooth that's hurting. You know if you can't get to the dentist. I don't mm. know if you've ever heard no. that. No, I have not heard that. Yeah, it's it's kind of an older um, herbal way to to um, get the pain, you know, to get pain relief without before you can make it to the dentist, huh. or until you can make it to the dentist. So um, beta carotene is also good for pain relief and reducing inflammation. And so you can use that as a, um, you know, in a topical application and get the benefits uh, just as you could use it, um, you know, ingesting it to get those benefits. Interesting. So do you have any favorite terpenes that be, uh, well, sounds like beta, how do you pronounce that? Beta carotene? Can you spell that for me? Uh, <laughs> Sure, two words, uh, B-E-T-A, B-A-R-Y-O-P-H-Y-L-L-E-N-E. -L -L -E -E. Oh, carophylline. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah that, that, is, that has been one of my favorites because I make a lot of staffs for my mom and other family members, and then I'll sell them at the market, and then I'll, you know, that's how I do it. And just uh, introducing new new products to my my website as I, you know, first make something for my mom and, and my great aunts and uncles and you know local local community and then uh, um, you know once it has the, the approval, then um, it, hopefully it makes it to my website and all that fun stuff. Make it available. That's that's good. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, you so you're you're doing a little product testing, uh, little proof with with uh, your, your immediate circle to make sure, you know, their products are working for your patients. That's excellent. Yeah. Thank you. So, so do you see, uh, now have we identified all the terpenes? It seems like we're always learning new things. Are there, you know, new terpenes being identified or? I'm, I'm sure they're going to continue to be identified. Um, you know, we only use, I'd say in the, in the cannabis community, um, whether people are adding them to um, to vapes or to edibles or to mocktails, 
I made mocktails for um, Thanksgiving, and uh, you know my my family's super sweet about it. They're like, "Okay, what are you what are you doing? What is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, I brought you know what did I? I'm trying to remember what I put into it. Um, I think Granddaddy Purple um, was the the strain of terpenes that I added to it, and um, cranberry juice and and some um, some uh, seltzer or I'm sorry tonic water and lime, and uh, you know it's a little bit. It was different, but it was it was really really good. And you know, I'm not a professional mixologist, um, so I I haven't perfected that yet. But it's it's definitely fun to play with. Um, they are food grade, so you know they're they're safe for ingesting. Um, just a little at a time, I'd say. But yeah, there's I think there's there are going to be so many more um, terpenes made available. You know, as time goes on, and the ones you know that are really popular right now. I think those will be the, the base ones that, you know, everyone kind of knows and loves, and then we'll just keep expanding. So, and you said that was a mocktail? Is that like a, you know, so it's a, a cocktail without the alcohol? Is that the idea? Correct, yes. Okay, another, I learned another new term today, <laughs> mocktail, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they can be a lot of fun. You know, we have a, we have a lot of kids in our family, a lot of little cousins and, you know, kids of our own, and, and sometimes when we get together and you know the holidays and and uh, we mocktails and then we went to the wine. So just kind of <laughs> a go. little more to have a few more drinks without you know the after effects of too much wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I apologize about my phone keep beeping. It's uh, uh, the the hemp calls are starting to come in. I guess everybody's waking up on a Monday morning. <laughs> so uh, right. Um, this is exciting. Uh, so how do people get involved in, you know, so what's a good starter place to, you know, I'm assuming that you can buy a little jar of terpenes to add to your mocktails or your cooking or whatever it is you want to do. Is that the idea? Yes. Yes. Um, right now I have not added them to my, my website just yet, mm-hmm. um, but they always purchase by emailing me let me know what they're looking for if they need recommendations um i'm i really uh, plan on leaning more towards the um the wholesale side myself like i you know i already have uh, the line of cbd and the the central oils um and where you know those are the the smaller um smaller bottles and i'm able to give a lot of education with those and like right now i'm kind of building up on being able to present the education mm-hmm and and um, so yes, they just haven't made it to my website just yet. But they're uh, working on that now and deciding you know, like what's the core, what are the the core maybe twenty terpenes um, that will be offered there. Yeah, excellent. So uh, so if farmers are wanting to, you know, there's a lot of farmers here in Michigan that are going through processing right now and they might end up with some oil so this would be a way for them to come up with their own special blend by mixing some oil with some terpenes um, so they they can contact you to get a wholesale deal on some terpenes to to make that happen absolutely and you know just to give some ideas um you could make a you know a terpene um CBD that is specific for um, for sleep, or one that is specific for giving energy to make it through the workday, or one that is you know specific for pain relief, um, or making making a pain relief salve, and you know finding out which terpenes work best 
um, for making a pain relief salve. And then, of course, you can add um, the terpenes are kind of like essential oils, or terpenes are in essential oils. Um, so the the uh, scent, you know, it can also help make it um, more aromatic. Okay. Would there be any reason to use CBD oil in as an aromatic? Are, are people doing that as well? No, no. Um, I have. I, I think it. I think with the benefit um, for for the CBD uh, to get the the benefits that you need, um, it doesn't really help as much aromat. You know, with the aromatherapy, like like orange. You know, that's going to wake you up if you mm-hmm. open a bottle of sweet orange and you just take a deep breath and and inhale it. It's gonna you know it's gonna make that brain those brain cells just kind of wake up. Like oh yay, it's something cheerful, mm-hmm. something, something citrusy and and you know, it'll have that instant effect. Um, and I think real cannabis can do that. Uh, you know, the, the cannabis drive terpenes. I had some samples with me at the, um, at the uh, Crossroads event and watching people's faces light up as they cracked open the, the cannabis terpenes and their eyes light up was the most amusing thing <laughs> all weekend long. Yeah. So you know, little energy jolt. Yeah. Yes, and it's so unique, and it's it's so powerful. Um, but as far as the CBD, with it being more of, um, you know, it's, it's already been um, expressed, CO two expressed, or you know, however it's um, been um, been processed, um, it doesn't really carry that aromatic smell the way that um, a terpene or just you know having a fresh plant in your hand. That makes sense. So it really, really is, you know, like with the essential oils, uh, with the vaporizers, that's really the terpenes that are doing the magic. Correct. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, they they really are. I mean, it's it's just, um, you know, this this five years or six years that I've been working with the essential oils. I mean, they can they can go from changing the mood in my house from you know if it's everyone's groggy, say it's a Monday morning, you know I can I can pick out a blend of of spruce and sweet orange and put it in my diffuser and you know spray it around the house a little bit and it it can really change the mood, brighten people's day, you know, just kind of like oh yeah, oh yeah, you know life is good, life smells good, and and honestly if life smells good and tastes good. It's pretty good so yeah yeah um, perception is reality right (laughs) right yeah so yeah do you see a different are there breeders who are breeding for specific terpenes to get those those profiles in the plants do you see that happening absolutely i think that is right around the corner um some of the more advanced um, cannabis industries you know out west where it's been legal longer um, you will go to a dispensary, and when you pick up a jar of cannabis, it will it will list the terpenes hmm. that are the most prevalent in that strain. And I, I think that's definitely where we're headed. Okay. So we need to have like a little 101 guide on terpenes so we know uh, what terpenes we'd even want to have in our cannabis, right? You know, for, yeah, for the different yeah, you know, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to, um, it's on my website. I do have um, a place where you can for a, a free CBD guide. 
And um, that I think that's a great idea. Is also I think maybe I'll need to uh, work on one and put one together and add a terpene guide. Jubileeofwellness.com. Yeah. Yeah. That's your website. Yes, that's yeah. it. Excellent. All right. Well, what what else about anything else about terpenes that um, people need to know? Um, I would say don't be afraid to use them. You know, start small. Uh, give yourself time to learn a little bit as you go. Um, take notes on on what you're learning. You know, if you if you get a, a bottle of of Mersine in, um, you know, just just kind of have a specific notebook for each terpene. And you know, as you as you experiment with it, whether it be mocktails or sads, you know, um, just just keep track of what you're doing so that when you find the perfect mix and you find that perfect recipe, um, you have it right there in front of you, and you can recreate it again and again. Okay. Well, here, here's another challenge for you because I, I love that term mocktails. I'm I'm, I'm probably just out of it because my head's in the computer too much, but uh. Come up with a little holiday uh, cookbook, a recipe guide to go with your terpenes. That'd be fun. So I'd like to yeah, serve those at my Christmas party. Yeah, I'm um, actually I am working with a local chef. Um, she's amazing. Her family is Italian. Um, she, you know, she can cook all the things. She's mm-hmm. worked at a confectionery. and um, she and I are working uh, on a cookbook. We we know that there's. Um, you know, not everybody hit their, their mark with the CBD levels on their, you know, first year growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have we have some some really great hemp uh, from a local farmer, uh, Joe and Kelly Lenny, and they're here in southern Indiana, probably about 20 miles from, no, I'm sorry, about 20 minutes from me. Um, great couple, they're part of the Midwest Hemp Council, and so they and I, uh, we are collaborating. And um, I have some of their hemp here that my my chef Liz and I are going to be experimenting with, and we are we're working on a cookbook um, so that people can cook with their extra hemp. And you know, we certainly don't want any any hemp going to waste. Yeah. So we're trying to uh, find some ways to use it joyfully, and you know, um, have some fun with it. Yeah, that's a great idea. You mentioned the Midwest Hemp Council. Uh, Justin did a really nice job with uh, his uh, little explanation of key issues with the USDA interim rules. And uh, as you mentioned to me earlier, the if you go to is it MidwestHempCouncil.com, uh, there's a path to comment on the interim rules. And uh, you know, so that's correct. That's it a, Go ahead. No, go ahead. Sorry about that. Um, yes, if you scroll down on, on the Midwestern Council page on their website, it will say Take Action. And I think I think last time I um, spoke with Jamie, there had only been about 700 um, submissions globally, I'm sorry, not globally, across the U.S. Um, and, you know, it, it just really has a, a great... This, um, there's an infograph here, and it really has a wonderful explanation of what the USDA is proposing, mm-hmm. and the problem that it's going to cause our farmers, and what the solution could be. And so it's not that you know anyone's trying to strong-arm the USDA; um, just uh, bringing uh, bring to their attention what is going to work best for our farmers, so that they get the most out of their their um, crops 
and so that they are not, you know, working with rules that are that don't actually apply to them um, in a way that is beneficial. You know, well, so you like know, one of one of the. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say one of them is a, a short 15 day harvest window. Mm -hmm. Like that's, you know, it can rain for two weeks straight here. So, mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> um, not really um, helpful to to a farmer who's worked very hard all their you know from spring to fall and then only has a short window of harvest. Yeah, yeah. Well, plus the you know the penalties. You know, if if things go wrong, sometimes things are out of a farmer's control, and and they have that limit at point five. If you somehow have test results over point five percent three times, you're 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 tossed right out of the system. You're not allowed to grow for five years. So, you know, no one wants to go hot. You know, but the fact that farmers are getting involved in this industry, if we want to encourage them to grow, you know, not make it so risk adverse. You know that why would they? You know, so yeah, it's there's right. there's a lot of issues in the USDA rules and. If you go to ihempmichigan.com, I'll set up um, a link there as well to to enter comments. You know, because last I heard there was 900, I think, comments okay, good. Uh, about a week ago. Uh, we, we just had two meetings through our IHEMP membership to discuss that, and we're going to be putting together an association, um, you, know, um, you know, kind of a... Our, our take on on the rules and suggestions and we're encouraging all our membership to do the same okay. so yeah it's important Wonderful. to get that going so um yeah because and I've, I've seen in indiana there were more farmers i know there was 1200 acres of fiber being grown that's more than we had in michigan for fiber um, and there, I think there's a fair amount of grain down in Indiana. I see the fiber and grain being the ultimate crop for our farmers to be involved with and being the CBD you know, going inside, you know, with the THC or recreational grows. Right. You know, I just, you know, they're going to have to go inside to control their quality. And, um, you know, and with the fiber and grain being grown outside and, you know, large scale, it's, you know, we're going to have pollen floating in the air everywhere. So it's, it's, which, you know, cross-pollination is a, a big concern if you're trying to, trying to grow a specific profile of plant. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting right. as the industry, you know, matures. Yes, it, it is. And I, I certainly hope our government decides to, um, to support us, mm -hmm. you know, and, instead of making things hard for us because everyone's trying to do a good job and, you know, no one, no one wants to break the rules. If they wanted to break the rules, they wouldn't be registered. They'd be hiding somewhere, you know? Right. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. so it, it looks like we have until December 30th um, to submit our comments to the USDA. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and um, they have there on the website, um, you know, uh, I guess where you can copy and paste and then add your own. You know, they, they do encourage adding your own take on, on there of why it's important to you. Excellent. Yeah, and that's important. MidwestHempCouncil.com. It's a, an avenue to, to, yep. to do that. Well, Michelle, it's been fun talking to you. I, I'm excited to learn more about terpenes and start experimenting with them. So let us know when, when you have products available 
on your website or um, you know a link to it will let our members know that you have terpenes available and you know thank thank you for joining IHEP Michigan you, you can find Jubilee at on the IHEP Michigan business directory along with other resources to help you be successful in the 2020 growing season so any, anything else you want to share with everyone today Michelle no I just want to say thank you for uh, for inviting me. It was, a, it was wonderful to meet you and, and all the other um, people from the hemp industry at, at Crossroads. And, and I look forward to working with, with you all and learning from everyone. And, and yeah, um, if you need terpenes, uh, please reach out and, and I'll do what I can to help you. All right. Thanks, Michelle. We, uh, you could find Michelle at, well, why don't, you, why don't you do this? I'll let you uh, tell everyone the best ways to find you. Sure, sure. I, I have a Facebook page, uh, Jubilee of Wellness. I'm under on Instagram under the handle of Jubilee of Wellness, and I have an email m as in Michelle f i n n at jubileeofwellness.com, and that is also the name of my website, Jubilee of Wellness. Okay, fantastic, Michelle. I wish you success. Uh, stay in touch. We'll I'm sure we'll talk again soon. All right. Thank you so much, Dave. Thank you for listening to the I Have Michigan podcast. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion, email Dave at IHaveMichigan.com. Special thanks to Eclectic Sales and Creative Marketing, LLC, for their audio editing. I Have Michigan is committed to the whole plant success of industrial hemp, and it begins with the farmer. Get involved. Start by visiting IHaveMichigan.com. Through fires, floods, and freezing weather, we will always stand with the American farmers.